Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Thumbs up, two thumbs up. That's good to go. Hi, <laughs> everyone. I would hey. do what I do. And that's a get out of here. Uh, Tina and Eric want to say hi real quick. Hey. We sat and watched the whole thing. I was That was fantastic. I really want to check Thank out you. his books now for sure. Thank you. Not to take up any of y'all's time, but I just want to say that uh, they're going to be part of the paranormal panel uh, yes. tomorrow. Awesome. We're That's super great. Excited. Yeah, I'm blown away how great this is going to be. And I'm really, and one second, really excited that you guys get to hear my normal voice and not what happened last year. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm hey, sorry. we had fun last time, though. That's why we're back. It was yeah. fun. Well, let's bring him back memories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheers to that. All right. We'll, Cheers we'll get that. out of your way. Everybody, here's what goes bump in the night. Hello, everyone. We are What Goes Bump of the Night. My name is Riley Clark, and alongside me, as always, is Trevor Jensen. And we are back here on the Indie Pods United to, of course, carry cover, <laughs> carry, carry more cover. paranormal stories in, into your brains. There, I fixed it. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but um, since we last were on this pod, some podcast summit, uh, we've actually been able to go out and experience more and more paranormal things. Um, since then, I've gone back to Alaska and mm-hmm. I got to investigate a couple of places there. Uh, one including a movie theater, uh, where I had full access to it before it even opened. Lucky. We were the only people in the movie theater, um, where it was said that a man is seen after movies when they, you know, everyone leaves and they shut the lights off. The last person working at the theater sees a man in the back of uh, the theater. He's grabbing his popcorn. <laughs> Maybe. or um, But what, what we were able to find out kind of through investigating and using uh, EMF fields um, was that it was potentially someone that had their heart broken. And we caught a couple of different orbs and stuff like that. It was pretty, pretty exciting, but it was fairly, you know, Low mundane, paced, I would say. Yeah, low-paced paranormal experience. Um, then I had a chance to go to Wasilla, Alaska, and investigate the uh, original train depot there. Um, that was pretty lackluster as well. Um, but we did have some good EMF readings, and that's kind of something that we've come across a lot with doing these paranormal yeah, investigations. Most of our investigations will run into a lot of spikes in the EMFs and more it's it's always so weird too because it'll always be like really really quiet for a long time and then yeah you'll walk into a certain like a spot or a, a place spot. yeah and yeah. it's almost like you can you can always feel the change in energy exactly like almost simultaneously with the emf mm-hmm. like as soon as the emf spikes like you already kind of sense like something weird going on around you and I don't know, the body vibrations every, and hairs. every location we've gone to, uh, whether it be those places in Alaska, whether it be Eloise Asylum, whether it be cemeteries or old Lincoln County Jail that we went to a couple years ago, we find that a lot of paranormal experiences are more or less just static electricity. Like that's really 
what you feel is like what just uh i always describe it as your hair is keeping your shirt off your off your body yeah like your hair is just standing up because it's like you rubbed a balloon all over you and you're you're super static almost like you take a wet towel and you throw it on a a waffle maker and you put your hand on it you're like oh that feels crazy (laughs) yeah and i mean and getting into the paranormal you know dates back all the way to when we were kids Mm -hmm. and it's definitely been super inspired by the tv shows and stuff that are out like if you were to go check out our youtube page and see some of the videos that we've done our vlogs uh, for the for the podcast, um, you'll see kind of our investigation style is definitely inspired by those ghost shows on TV. Um, I mean, they give a good like template, I would say, yeah. for looking for ghosts. And it's lighthearted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy. Like Trevor is a very calm guy, but you yeah. put him in searching for the paranormal. If nothing's happening in the night, he becomes super aggressive. I don't know why <laughs> he likes to talk crap to the spirits to try to provoke them i'm never really typically like yeah so shoot i mean why don't we just go ahead and just get right into like our one of our experiences we went to the nunica cemetery here in in our hometown of michigan and uh it's said to be one of the most haunted around here honestly yeah it's legendary around here and there's there's said to be uh you know like spirits that will walk around at night and I mean, you get that pretty much at any cemetery, but this one is pretty much known for like actually being able to see disembodied like spirits, whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then you also will get really weird sounds and stuff like that. So we went and checked it out ourselves. And that was wild because we decided to bring most of our equipment and some stuff that we have never used before even. So yeah, we... and we've also been trying some new like techniques yeah exactly um like we like to use a spirit box that's one of my favorite tools to use even though it's mm. super annoying with the that's headache inducing but i absolutely love using it because the responses you get from it are so incredible you can like feel it in your body like when you ask a question and the person like well this is what we like to do i, I totally skipped that part <laughs> is we take this beer box and we plug headphones into it so only the person wearing the headphones noise canceling and everything can only hear the spirit box they mm-hmm. can't hear anything outside of it so they have no idea what's going on when questions are getting asked yep. and they're just responding to what they're hearing and nine out of ten times it almost directly relates to what we're talking about like at nunica we literally played tag with a little boy it was wild it was crazy it was chase who is one of our paranormal investigators so shout out chase uh he's one of our night crew members that actually goes on investigations with us um he was wearing the headphones and had no idea what was going on and said hey a little boy just came through and said find and i was like oh my god there's a legend of a little boy Mm. here who is known to be wearing overalls and he likes to play hide and go seek and so i start asking him we're gonna find you like where are you let us know give us a clue the responses are wild and (laughs) chase goes he said you're cold right yeah Yeah, he said you're cold and cold with the spirit and he literally was telling us cold or and uh he eventually got warmer and warmer and warmer telling us warmer and eventually we figured out he was behind this big tree and i literally just run around the tree and go found you 
and he goes, Chase, that is, goes, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it was very weird because even I was very skeptical at first when we were doing it. And then I put the headphones on and it was like the most, I don't want to say it, like encompassing thing because you put the headphones on and you're just in the dark and you don't know what's going on around you whatsoever. You don't know what anybody else is saying. And then you're just like, well, I'm going to blurt out whatever I hear come through the spirit box. And some of these voices are really creepy. Mm -hmm. And you'll get multiple sounds of like different people talking or talking over each other. And, you know, I always thought it was just the radio, but the more we would ask questions, the more like intelligent answers we were getting. And it was the weirdest thing. And we've had this happen in multiple locations. Yeah. Uh, Another cemetery that we went to was ridiculous with the EMF or EMS. Wow. All the of voices, them. EVPs that we were capturing. Um, Jeff, if you could play the first video, that would be really awesome. <laughs> and then if you could play the second video too. What's your name? What's your name? Perfect. Thank you. So Mount Cemetery, it was pretty much like that. Yeah. Especially at that time. well. That well is really crazy. Like anytime Trevor loves to freaking there's a legend that you'll get like, scratched, scratched or touched or, or something. Haunted. Trevor loves to play with the handle of the well. Loves it. And it's so creepy if you don't know where he's at mm. in the cemetery because all you hear is this. <laughs> <laughs> it's really creepy and to kind of give you like what mouth cemetery is like it's from what the 1600s it dates yeah back it's all uh, also a native american burial ground is said to be that. there too and uh it's basically mm. overgrown by woods and it's just like walking around there's no footpaths in every step you take is on a grave like yep. it's really crazy there's graves literally everywhere unmarked i would say 90 percent of them are washed out from how old they are so yeah, you can't, so even, you read can't them. even read them um i'm gonna try to share my screen here to show you a picture that we took at mouth cemetery actually his his girlfriend took it yeah jenna one of our other investigators that was with us she decided to just you know start clicking pictures and whatnot and Long behold, when she was taking one of the pictures while me and Riley were still in the cemetery walking around, she caught this black mass that you was just there. Right here. And we honestly don't know what it could be because you look at it, you can see the trees in the background here. But once it gets to the, the figure, the trees are completely blacked out. And it's only transparent here down at the bottom. And with this light, like... It should, it illuminated it all should of have that. been illuminated. There's no way there could be a solid figure right here. And this sign back here is also about 15 feet tall. So this thing is probably like eight or nine feet tall, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. And I just, I really don't know how to explain it. And we had multiple pictures in that exact location. And that was the only one that we had anything come up in. And it's not like it's light flare or like lens yeah. flare. Because you can see what those are. have this picture. We caught this at Mouth Cemetery as well, where it looks like there is a, it a looks complete like a girl shadow in a dress. figure. Yeah. Like, I'm not really sure. It all, to it me, be. it looks like there's hands in between the, the pickets. Yeah, this the looks fence. like an old-fashioned dress right here. And then it booms out. And then her arms are coming through right here. And then the, here's her face. 
Somebody said it was Megatron, but I can see clowns too. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. But yeah, that was one of, those are two of like the more crazy things that we've caught this year, just from our little like investigations in the middle of the night where we're like, Hey, let's go, let's go see what we can find. You know, (laughs) definitely Megatron. (laughs) Definitely Megatron. Yeah. So even while we were in the mouth cemetery, Thank like, you, Eric. there was quite a few things that happened at mouth that really, really, really stuck with me. Cause they have this stump there that they leave offerings for, you know, all the, the spirits and whatnot. And there's just tons and tons of different little like trinkets and things just sitting on the stump. And we decided that we were going to set our EMF detector. Uh, I forgot what else we had. We had, what was the, what was the thing that shakes? The, the millimeter? Yeah, the millimeter and then also um like a temperature gauge and whatnot. And as soon as we had one of them go off, all of them would go off. And we're in the middle of the woods and we were getting spikes of like I want to say like 80 milligauss or whatever. I think we that's what it is. We had some really crazy readings at the yeah. cemetery. And it, it made zero sense. Spiked up to like 200 and something once. And yep. Like that's like not safe. Yeah, like, I was say, if you were exposed to that for a long amount of times you'd not be okay. Yeah. So we were, we were pretty, pretty on high alert at that point. And we started asking questions and, you know, we would ask questions like, are we welcome here? Are you angry? And it would start spiking and going crazy. And then towards the end of that investigation, cause we've went there multiple times now, but the first time we went there, we were having that happen. But then we went to the well and we were just like, all right, let's just, let's do another spirit box session. Cause we've been here for a while. We've had a lot of EMF things happen. So we started asking questions and our other friend who investigates with us, his name's Alex. Shout out to Alex. He asked the question, like, do you want us here? And it was immediately like, like a couple seconds after he asked it, it was just like run. And we were like, yeah, you want us to leave? Like, is that really what you want? And, and it, it kept saying run once again, it just continued to say, run. it was a different, run. different voice every time. yeah it was it was really scary and we did we did leave yeah Um, after that we were like all right we'll come back but after about 15 minutes me and trevor decided we were gonna go walk around one more time one pass get some more pictures and like other stuff like that and then that's when the the original first picture that we yeah of the shadow that we got started this whole story off with um (laughs) (laughs) because demon but it was a it was a really crazy two experiences at Mouse Cemetery. But one that of, wasn't even like the half of it either, because we were catching like red lights off in the distance in the middle of the woods for no reason. We were catching orbs in our pictures I too. I think I have a picture of that red light. Somewhere. Oh, do you? I say I know you got a picture of the orbs too. Yeah, there's just a random red light too that no reason why it should be there, but it's like. If you, okay, so like where Mouth Cemetery is like located, it's way off the main road. It's in the middle of Montague. We're not really sure. What yeah, that I is. have no idea what that could be because that was way off in the distance, and I noticed it with my eyes before we took the picture. And I was like, I don't know what that is. And there's no houses like really within the vicinity that you could see that in. So that was very weird in itself. And then even weirder when we were leaving the cemetery, the no, Mouth Cemetery, the first time. Yeah, there's this. another orb that we caught. But when we were leaving for the, the, I think it was the first investigation that we did there. We, we drove out to the road that you would leave on 
and like we went to go take the main road to turn off of the dirt road that it's on and there was just a gigantic tree that had fallen over the road yeah and we and couldn't we even go that it. way never heard it fall or anything no and it was enough to like i would say like if a tree falls in the woods you should hear it yeah <laughs> especially when they're like he was like huge. giant around, you know, or it's like, that's so weird how none but of us that's not even that. the scariest part of the night. Like all the paranormal and stuff, that was more cool. The setting of that night was absolutely oh, the creepiest. The disembodied scream that we heard while we were there too. We were just, we had walked up and we weren't even there for 10 minutes. And we heard like a vicious female scream. Like she was getting murdered. Like a banshee. Yeah. And all of us like looked at each other and we're like, did you hear that? Like, am I hearing this right? And it's one in the morning, you know? So it's like, there's no, no real reason why anybody should be out there screaming like that. Another thing you hear at mouth constantly is humming. It just like, like randomly. Mm -hmm. And you'd be like someone like breathing hard or something. Like it's super weird. It doesn't have like a rhythm to it. It's kind of mental institution place. I felt mental. I feel (laughs) mental going there. It's that scary. I, honestly, it's just in the middle of the woods. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's so weird. Like, there is a road with a, I think the housekeeper, like the, or not the housekeeper, like the groundskeeper, which they don't even keep the grounds there anymore. I'm pretty sure they go on vacation and just leave it. And that house is pretty much abandoned all year round. It's like a summer vacation house that they never use. There, the, the story behind Mouth is super incredible because, for one, it used to be an Indian burial ground, and then that tribe actually got killed by another tribe that poisoned the real water bloody hole. killed all of them using a basically like poisoning all of them and the um i i'm gonna mess his name up but there was a captain who he was a lighthouse keeper for i don't know like 75 years or something like that he's mm-hmm. buried in mouth cemetery mm-hmm. and he's got a whole section his whole of, family has a plot yeah and it's it's all sectioned off so you can go find it and they have a placard with all of his information and you know all that and we would go in there like, we get a lot of responses on the spirit box in that little area yeah and we would well. go in there and just ask questions like you know is uh such and such here which i can't believe i can't remember his name now it's been so long since we were yeah now that it's that topic. freezing but yeah so and we would just get you know like EMF spikes like crazy when we ask questions. We'd get like intelligent answers on the spirit box to like what we were asking. And like, it, it's just wild how many times that we've went to investigations like this or like to places where we don't think we're going to get very much out of it, I guess is the best way to say it. And I a bunch of things happen. One thing that paranormal investigators, I think they don't think too much about is the weather. I think mm-hmm. weather has to do with a large part of what's going on because the one night that we caught that it was crazy heat shadow lightning, figure, wasn't it? it was literally a thunderstorm. But it wasn't raining. But it was not raining. Yeah, it was more it was just so heat hot lightning. that it couldn't rain. It was so humid, actually. Yeah. That it couldn't rain. So we have kind of come to the conclusion that because of all the static energy in the air already, mm-hmm. it kind of helped everything kind of manifest itself. Yeah, the air was charged. Yeah, it's fuel exactly. to a fire, and literally. Like, you could completely feel it, too. Like, once we got to the cemetery, like he said, we literally hopped out of the car, and it was probably two minutes in. Freaking uh, my voice recorders in my backpack oh, started right. going off all by themselves. Yep, for no reason. And it for was... For no reason. And these specific creepy ones... sounds, too. We bought off ebay and have some really creepy recordings from the prior owners prior owners and they're super creepy and that's the ones that played over the files that we already had it was like a children's like 
like what do you want to call it like a, their birthday or something, or something. it was I don't just know. like it's really creepy <laughs> It's like, oh, oh, that's that's going off. Like, did you bump it? No, it's been sitting on your hood for ten minutes. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, no idea. Did we tell them about Eloise last time? I don't think I don't we had even gone to Eloise. We went that there this year. Okay, so why don't we get into Eloise because that one was pretty spectacular for me because we had a bunch of cool things happen there. So there is a. I w- is it an asylum or was it a hospital? I don't remember now. It was a lot of things. Yeah. So Eloise is a. Is a location where they were housing, you know, people that had, um, dementia. De- yeah, men- dementia. Insane. Exactly. So like the mental side of things. That, it was a mental hospital. Psychiatric, yeah. psychiatric unit. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> so we decided that we were going to go on the investigation with Ghost Hunts USA, which shout out to them because they're pretty awesome for the events they put on. And we went there and there was a ton of people in the parking lot. We we're like, Oh, so we pay tickets to join a hundred other people to investigate this really really big like was it like seven story building that mm-hmm. was just no it was only four stories oh it was four stories it was still it was like a massive complex so they divided all of us up into groups and then put us on all different floors so i was super duper skeptical when this happened and i was like all right we're not gonna catch bull honky because there's too many people here so we go down to the basement and we start doing our investigations and almost immediately it was like i'm looking around they have rem pods sitting in like just like random parts of the hallway. <laughs> and all of a sudden I see this bright flash of light come out of one of the side rooms. And I'm like, what was that? So I like, I peek my head in there and walk in there and it's a completely solid concrete room. Just nothing was in there. And I was like, that was really weird. So tried to get somebody's attention was like, Hey, like what, what's going on over here? And they're like, Oh, I, I don't know. And we're like, okay. Like that, that's how we're going to start it off. Fine. And then we started walking around doing some more stuff. And then we started going up the flights of stairs when everybody started to rotate through. And we had gone to Meyer before this and we'd bought a duck <laughs> that lights up and you had to squeeze it and it would start flashing all the different colors like Roy G. Biv. Yeah. And it, it does a sequence. Yeah. So we set it on the floor while we were on the dementia floor and they were telling us that they would, you know, like they would play with stuff because these people were. Of that mindset where they're like, hey, you know, like, this is what yeah, like, so they used we'll to just, do. Uh, we'll just throw this video up here. We're going to do yeah, screen share. Yeah, because we have a, the video of the duck actually doing its thing when nobody's around it. Yeah, so it this this was on demand almost. We'd be like, hey, can you, like, touch the duck or make it go off? And it would just start lighting up and going crazy. And all all the people that were standing around in the circle with us, all of us were like, what? And we had a few people even come up to us after it happened. And they were like, I was a non-believer before this, but I can't explain that. Yeah. And this isn't on repeat either. Like this is a four minute video and it literally just keeps going off and keeps going on. And there's no one there to touch it. Like you have to touch it. Yeah. You had to squeeze it. It was actually so cold that night that. It didn't work sometimes. Yeah, it was like the batteries in it would like stop working, and then we'd go down to the like warm room, would, heat me it and up. And we're literally shoving it in our pants sometimes just to keep it warm yep. so it would work. <laughs> yep, and it wasn't like I wouldn't say that the the cold had any explanation on why it was going off because like I could throw it up against a wall and it wouldn't go off. 
but like you had to like click a button in it and it would yeah. start going and what off. What is this like what six times already it's gone off by yeah. itself? And that and that was only one of the things that we had happened because they also provided some recorders for us that um you can only get I think like through certain like avenues because they discontinued them, which would probably be like like resale and stuff. But it's the type of recorder that pe- like picks up like um what do you call it like dog whistles and it's like super sensitive and it's voice activated. So I had gotten the opportunity to go to another room and then ask some questions. So mm-hmm. I took it to another room way down the hallway from everybody. Like I went as far as I could and I was just like, "Is there anybody here with me? Like, are you scared?" And it was very disturbing because when i brought it back and we played it back like over my voice as i'm asking some of the questions it was like somebody was just like yeah it was really it was very creepy because i was in a quiet room by myself and i was like i didn't do that like i don't know what to say and then we also towards the end of the investigation at eloise we went down to the basement when we had our free time and we were just sitting in a circle just asking questions and we were just trying to get anything to happen with our EMFs and stuff like that. And it was like somebody behind us, uh, like on a piano, because they had a bunch of stuff in their like cafeteria that oh, was just yeah, packed in there. Yeah, this was crazy. Yeah, and it's like somebody just banged on the table behind us. And we all stood up and we're like, what was that? And there was people in the other hallway that were like chatty Cathy's just going crazy, talking really loud. And they yeah. all stopped and were like, did you guys do that? And we're like, no, like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> That that was one of the craziest experiences outside of the old Lincoln County Jail, which that one will always stick with me because of the door. Yeah, we can actually uh, play. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe I don't know. We'll, we we have a lot of videos on yeah. our YouTube. So, so if you ever want to like check out anything that we've talked about today, almost all of it has been recorded mm-hmm. in some fashion. Uh, we recommend you you know checking out our Facebook page or fo- following us on Instagram. At what goes bump pod and also checking out our YouTube. Um, we got this year was the year that we started to vlog and started yeah. to really try to do like cin- cinematography and videography and stuff like that. So if you're really into the stuff like we are, like go check it out because this is, this is what we live for. And if anybody else has any experiences like this too, like we always want to hear about it because this is what I live for. Like this is one of the most exhilarating things that I can even think of. Yeah, it it's crazy, like, how far we've come, you know, since we've started doing, like, actual investigations. Yeah. Where it used to be where we were kind of frightened about it, I'll be honest with I'd you. I'd put my hood up and, like, like I don't want to do this. Then we but did our first, like, real one with Ghost Hunts USA in at Lincoln County, Lincoln County, Ohio, and it totally changed my perspective of like what a ghost hunt is actually like Mm -hmm. uh it's not as scary honestly as most people what might make it out to be and it's not like the tv shows where it's just like back to back to back to back things just keep happening it takes hours for one thing to happen and then something stuff might happen for five minutes and then nothing happens again and like how we said like it's like an electricity like we would walk around these places for a couple hours you know you'd feel normal like i'm in my house right now like there's nothing going on and then out of nowhere, you'd walk into a room and you'd be like, why do I feel different? Like almost like a vertigo sensation or like if you just stuck your hand into it, like a fork into an outlet. And you're like, this is not what I was feeling 10 minutes ago. Yeah. And I mean, 
I don't know, like some people say you know, spirits can make you feel their emotions. I don't know personally if that's true. I don't, I, okay. So when we got back from Eloise, I was 100% thinking that I was possessed in some type of way, even though I'm very skeptical about like possessions like that, because we got back, drove from Detroit home. I felt completely fine, was awake, was fine, walked into my bathroom and just started throwing up violently. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, exactly. It's, it's nothing like TV. It really isn't mm. like even us trying to make our video seem like the TV ones, it's so We hard. cut out so much, like, just... Because <laughs> some stuff that you catch isn't, is like, what most people would consider exciting. You know what I mean? Mm. Because it's just how you feel. And it's maybe you just explaining, like, how you feel in that moment. And that's your paranormal experience. Because you're feeling something different than what you would normally feel in that setting. I think that's more or less what, like, paranormal experiences are, is... You're just feeling some type of mm. different, it's just energy. That's all it is. It's, it's just some type of different energy that your energy field comes in contact with. And it really just, I think has a lot to do with like how open you are to accept that energy. Yeah. If you're more willing to accept it, then your energy has the ability to kind of pair together with that spirit's energy and then it's able to manifest itself or it's using you know, whatever you give it permission to mm. use, whether it's your cell phone that's creating, you know, radio waves <laughs> and who knows what. Speaking <laughs> of all that, when we went to Nunica too to drop back a little bit, I was being a butthole and I was yelling at the spirits we were talking to, like, you guys are babies, you aren't going to do nothing, but way more vulgar. And then at, when we were leaving, I was like, hey, I'll give you like a prize or like a present if you decide to make this REM pod go off. And the yeah, REM pod yeah. started going crazy. And I was like, all right, cool. Thanks guys. Like you guys are the best. I'm going to leave you something. And then we left and I didn't leave anything, but then I got home and the next day, my wallet was just gone. Just it was in my pocket all night. Gone. Couldn't gone. find it at I all. Spent four hours at the cemetery. Yeah. Went back the next it. day. Couldn't find it. So I, I'm almost like a, a firm believer now that, Energy is real because if you put the energy out there, it's gonna like reciprocate that type of energy. <laughs> wow, so good! Great, great videos, great footage, great yeah. uh, pictures. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, yeah, lots of comments coming in, lots of lots of interest. Uh, doing a great job. Uh, I found I was trying to do. I've been changing my background. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I don't know if I found anything. Here. Uh, nice job. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, what goes bumping tonight? How can everybody find you? What's the best way to get a hold of you? Oh, well, we are on pretty much any streaming service out there. Um, you know, Apple, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podbean, mm. whatever you listen to, we're probably on there. YouTube yeah. as well. YouTube needs love, though. Yeah, YouTube is <laughs> what really needs the love. <laughs> find what goes bumping tonight on YouTube. Everybody, that's the place to go. Let's give them. Uh, some support on YouTube and the, the, some great videos from what I saw tonight. Uh, there's got, there's more there on the YouTube channel. So check it out. Yeah. What goes bumping tonight? Yeah. Eric and Tina, anything else? We're going to switch the room over. We got one more session tonight. No, just a great job, guys. So happy to see you. Thank you so much for being here and for your content and the, yeah, the pictures and everything. That was super awesome. Fantastic. And we'll Thank be back on tomorrow at 1.30. Yes. Bum, 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 paranormal right panel. Yeah. The paranormal panel tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, super excited. excited.
Awesome. Thank you so much. We're going to flip the room here. What goes bump in the night? Thanks again. We're yeah. bring-